a good day, good morning, good welcome, good evening, wherever it is, wherever you are. I greet you. I greet you heartily and wholeheartedly. It's this week in Meaning Wave. I'm Akira the Don, and it's been another epic week in the Meaning Wave universe. Insane epic week in the, in the Meaning Wave universe. Uh, we dropped a new single today, 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 today. Brand new single with Mr. Rogers, Fred Rogers. It's called Always Look for the Helpers. Always look for the helpers, says Fred Rogers. There will always be helpers. You know, he's talking about how in times of stress, in times of uh, of perhaps unpleasant activities, you know, that you might have to explain to your kid what's going on and your kid might freak out, you know, because stuff is crazy out there. And he says his mom used to say to him, you know, always look for the helpers. There will always be helpers. And if you look for the helpers... Because there's always helpers. That's what people do. Something crazy goes down. Always people run and help. Always people run and help. And if you look for those people, then you you know that there's hope. That's the message from Fred Rogers. And that's the message in the song. And it's a beautiful song. It was co-produced by Catalyst. Co-produced by Catalyst. And uh, it's a beautiful song. Uh, I do some lovely singing on it. I put a string section on it. Uh, there was an earlier version of it on the Neighbor Wave mixtape. I don't know if you heard that. It was uh, a Mr. Rogers Meaning Wave mix I did. Uh, a year or two ago anyway so uh yeah that's out that's great so i hope everybody likes that and that's a good that's a good message for right now you know right now right now if any point you're freaking out you know just look for the helpers man they're all over the place there's people helping everywhere it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing man we're seeing the best the best in humanity right now just like my boy Gary V said, it's, it's a perspective thing right the Gary V album came out was it last week it was last week so it's like so long ago but he made the point. He made the point that, uh, oh, so who was it yesterday? Someone was complaining yesterday, someone I follow on Twitter, and they were complaining. They were saying Twitter's just, it's just a mess right now. It's just people screaming at each other. I was like, huh, that's not my experience of Twitter right now. And what it is, I think, is if you log into Twitter looking for drama, looking for a fight, you find one. You will find one. But if you log into Twitter looking for, for inspiration, if you log in, log in looking for wisdom, and kindness you will find it at scale and that's what i find in my twitter you know uh my twitter is very very carefully curated uh i unfollow or uh i unfollow for the most part people who are not adding anything to my life that's useful in that area and uh people who are going through perhaps a temporary period of being unuseful i'll mute them and then check in them in a in a month and uh, i feel no guilt about unfollowing people that I'm friends with in real life and I will tell them to their face. Why? You know, there is no cosmic law that says you have to follow anyone that you're connected to, anyone that you're friends with or your, your mom or whoever it is. If you're following someone and they're not adding to the usefulness of that particular feed, whatever it is, you know, personally, I use Twitter as a place to, uh, to learn, to be inspired and to learn. It's kind of like a dojo. I use it as a dojo. You know, it's also a way of building up mental fortitude because you have to learn to tune out certain things. But there's no cosmic law that says you have to subject yourself to the uh, to the thoughts and the retweets and the screamings of everybody that you know. No cosmic law, you know. In fact, I would say it is uh, you should you should curate useful feeds because you're trying to be useful, right? You want to be an optimal version of you. And uh, it's difficult to do that if, if uh, everyone on your feed is screaming about whatever stuff they saw in the news this week. 
You know, you don't need that. Say you're trying to be the sort of, say you're trying to, uh, like Nassim Taleb, I think Nassim Taleb said this, uh, you know, that uh, something along the lines of, you know, the more news you watch, the less informed you are. I find that to be true. You know, I unplugged from that stuff in 2003. And, uh, you know, my life has not been worse as a result. It has been way better. But say you unplug and then you're still following, you know, your auntie, your auntie Maud, and she's retweeting whatever uh, CNN says this week every three minutes. You might as well be following CNN, you know. Anyway, anyway, you know, <laughs> it's a beautiful day to be alive right here at the peak of recorded human civilization. We dropped a new album this week as well. It's a compilation album. It's called, it's called This is a Mysterious Planet. And we are mysterious beings. And it's a free album. You can download it for free on the Akira the Don Bandcamp. It's a compilation album that we put together. Uh, Diverting Tales and I put this together. And it's, it's well, it's that. It's songs on that theme. It features Jordan Peterson, Terence McKenna, Alan Watts, Marcus Aurelius, David Foster Wallace, me, talking about this mystery. Joseph Campbell's on there. Talking about this mysterious planet and our mysterious nature is a very beautiful album a lot of people have been messaging me saying it's amazing and they love it uh so that's great so you can get that for free you can get that for free you know uh you can download it for free so if they turn off the internet you'll still have it you'll still be able to play it while you wait for the internet to come back on again and everything will be groovy you know what else do we do this week this week we launched our range of antimicrobial face masks uh all american made our manufacturers are in Texas and Los Angeles. And the reason they're open still and are deemed essential businesses is because they're making antimicrobial face masks for the American hospitals and the American military and everybody, which means they're now making us face masks. So since we've all got to wear face masks right now, you know, if I want to buy a coffee, I've got to have a mask on, you know, so it might as well be a wavy mask, you know, so you can buy a mask that's got uh, Jocko's face on it, you know. You can buy a mask that's got uh, a uh, Alan Watts with many, many arms. You can buy a mask that's half of Jordan Peterson's face, right? So you can have half of Jordan Peterson's face on your face and maybe we'll, people will treat you as such. And you'll get those, uh, I was going to say hugs, but ain't nobody getting no hugs right now, right? You'll get, you'll get the respectful chest punches. You know the thing? You like punch, you hit the heart. You'll be getting those. Anyway, they're all at MeaningWave.com. So if you want to copy yourself some masks, go to MeaningWave.com. You know, we've been streaming every day here from the all new Don Studios. I was trying to come up with a new name because we had to leave the old Don Studios because of the the situation. The building got evacuated. I had to bring the whole studio back here. Yesterday, today I went in there and picked up a few more bits. There's so much to move, you know. We've got the acoustic panels out, so I've got the acoustic panels in here. I don't know if you can tell the audio is a little bit better now than it was. Last time I was speaking, it was kind of an echoey room. You know, still not quite that, but we're getting there. We're getting there. And uh, yeah, we've been streaming every day. Today, I believe, will be the 33rd stream in a row. They were called the quarantine streams. Now they're called the meaning streams. You know, because uh, I think meaning is the most important part of it. And meaning is the motivation. And meaning, uh, you know, meaning certainly beats motivation. And like I keep saying, if you're coming from a place of meaning, everything else falls into place. It's a bit like the way Liam Gallagher used to say, uh, if you want to look good, he would say dress from the, from the feet up. He goes, if your shoes are good, then everything else is going to fall into place. Which is kind of an interesting way of kind of saying that, you know, the foundation becomes for, comes before all, you know. 
And uh, meaning is the foundation. Meaning is the motivation. Meaning is the foundation. You get the meaning in place, everything else falls into place, right? That's the facts, Jack. So that's what we've been doing. We've been regulating the vibes on the meaning stream every night. And it's a beautiful thing. If you haven't come through, two, one, they come through. We've got a beautiful community of cool little Fonzies. Everyone hangs out and they're all just like really cool and nice and kind and supportive of each other and uh, smart and wise. It's just a beautiful thing, you know, and we'd be chatting and I'd be playing DJ sets every day, every day. So as a direct result of this, who was it? Beretta from the glitch mob uh, said on, was asked on Twitter earlier, has this whole situation made you less productive or more productive? And uh, the poll said more people were being less productive, which I was kind of shocked by. But I guess people were watching Tiger King. Are you watching Tiger King? I've not seen Tiger King because I've become more productive. But the reason I've become more productive is the part of my system, part of my systems involve uh, every time there is a change in the paradigm, a disturbance in the force, whatever it is, I take that as a cue to check in on my systems and retune them slightly. As you all know, I've been engaged in this hyper-productivity slash zone inhabitation experiment for the past two years. And I'm constantly recalibrating and retuning and seeing if there's areas that I could be being more efficient, more productive, any areas I'm being wasteful, any things that I could retune and retool. And every time there's a disturbance, I use that as an opportunity to go over all those things and implement new things. And so in this instance, what's happened is I've become like way more productive still. So if you just look at the output now, we're doing, aside from an album, two albums a month, one vocal, one instrumental, a release on Spotify every Friday, every Friday. Uh, aside from that, we now have a daily live stream, a daily mix uploaded to the YouTube channel and the Patreon channels at 1 p.m. PST every day. We've now added a single a track visual goes up to YouTube every single day. And now we've expanded that. We've now added uh, the second Akira that on YouTube channel has been rebranded Meaning Wave TV. And now you can go there and all the streams are archived there. And we're also extracting the uh, useful or interesting bits from the streams as individual videos. So for example, now you can go watch a video called Toy Story 4 is Absolute Nightmare Fuel which is a kind of clickbaity headline, but that is literally what it's about. I talk, I watched Toy Story 4 with Hercules and it was, it was evil. It was terrifying. It was absolutely sick and wrong on every level. It, it, I was shocked. So we talk about that in that video. The basic cut and dry thing of it is, is for some reason, Toy Story 4, uh, what appears to be the villain, who then becomes a very sympathetic character, that villain's p whole whole point of being in the movie seems to be to normalize and justify organ harvesting, involuntary organ harvesting. That's seriously, that's Toy Story 4. It's weird. I watched uh, Onward as well, which is the new Pixar movie. And it's got a bunch of cool stuff in it. It's like they'd read, you know, they'd read the Joseph Campbell how-to guidebook and they had all the elements, but then they kind of redistributed them to different people and what have you. So all the things that are normally ascribed to the core hero, different people were doing different bits of them and it ended up just not being particularly effective. Basically, it seems that once upon a time, Pixar meant definitely brilliant. Now it means about the same quality as DreamWorks. And that's a shame. But it does mean that there's now a gap in the market for a new 
Pixar, essentially a new, and somewhere there's room for somebody else to come in and start telling stories brilliantly on that truly archetypal, fundamental, mythological level, which we've always, always done and always wanted. There's a gap in the market for that right now. Pixar isn't doing it. Disney isn't doing it. No one's doing it on the mainstream level. It's gone. I sometimes wonder if, like, maybe Hollywood isn't coming back from this. Maybe something new will rise. We don't know. We don't know what's coming. There is no consensus right now. We live in a, in a lack and an age of no consensus. We live in an age where uh, normies are an endangered species because for normies to exist, you must have normalcy. There is no normalcy right now. People keep talking about oh, the new normal, but the new normal shifts and slithers. It's, it's the whole terrain is this. Is uh, what are those things? Do you remember when you had a, you were, when you were a kid and you had like a perspex box full of little metal metal shavings and you'd have a magnet pulling them around you know what i mean it's like that's the world right now but what's funny is it's that's always been the world it's just that we didn't realize that was the world because we we were always having our vision guided for us whether it was by our leaders or our media and they would say look over there and we'd all look there and we'd go oh that's what's going on meanwhile loads of other stuff was going on everywhere else but we didn't know and we didn't care because we were looking over there and we were doing it together and we, we all we all agreed okay that's what's going on that started falling apart about 20 years ago. It started really falling apart, but it's really falling apart now. It's gone, I would say. I was talking to my friend, uh, Fully David, from Rebel Wisdom the other day. He rang me up to see what I thought was going on, and I told him what I thought was going on. And he said to me, uh, yeah, the, uh, he said, the mainstream media is having real difficulty right now. And I, and I said, Fully David, there is no mainstream media right now. What you're talking about is the legacy media or the old media, the former media, but that isn't mainstream anymore. You know, you ring up your auntie, auntie Maud, your auntie Maud is on a QAnon board, or she's watching that David Icke video, or she's listening to that yoga instructor, or it's, you know, it's some, she's listening to anyone but CNN right now. The only people watching CNN are in airports and the airports are closed. It's like that whole paradigm is done and it was done a long time ago, but now we really know. Everyone's indoors and they're researching things, just like we were researching those things in the year 2000. Some of us guys who, you know, when, when we got the internet, the first thing we did was fall down a bunch of rabbit holes and we kept tumbling and tumbling and tumbling down, like that Cockney Rebel song. Oh dear, look what they've done to the blues and down and down and down we went. And then culture shifted and it swung off in the other direction and things went solidified and became a lot uh, more material. But as always happens, it swings back in the other direction. And this time when it swam back in the other direction, it picked up force. But this time everybody was online. Auntie Maud's online. Uncle Bob's online. Everyone's online. And now they're all looking down these wormholes. And a weird thing happened the other week, which was that all the, uh, the filters got lifted off of Google. And it used to be when you searched for certain things, you wouldn't find them because Google had hidden them. When you searched for them in the year 2000, you found them because, you know, it was all altivista and shit stuff back then. And people weren't trying to control the internet in the way that they really were really trying to control it by about 2013. But a couple of weeks ago on Google, all the filters were lifted. So if you go looking for the most esoteric thing you can think of right now, you will find it. It'll be at the top of the search. And, you know, the most the most esoteric and brain melting, brain melting version of it will likely be the first one you find. That means that's what Auntie Maud is finding. That means norm normies are an endangered species and, and won't exist for much longer. Unless a new normal is implemented very fast 
A new consensus is reached very fast. The entire normie species will be gone. And what will be left? Us. Us is what will be left. I was talking with Grant Morrison, uh, who's, a, who's a comic book writer. You might know of him, you might not. If you don't, go look him up. He's, he's one of our greatest writers. A uh, huge influence on me. And, uh, and, and a good friend of mine now. Uh, because of music, music brought us together, you know? And he was talking, he was, and it's, we were talking, and it was like, there's this kind of snooty attitude amongst arts and amongst a bunch of these, these areas of research and of people thinking they're above so-called normies and better than so-called normies and getting annoyed when their music becomes popular. And it's like, that's just the, the opposite. That's the wrong attitude. I remember Grant saying, he's like, we want them to become like us. We don't want to keep this for ourselves and think of us as better. We want, we want to bring everyone to this party. If we think we're right, and if we think our way is the right way, and we think we're cool, and we think we've got some answers, why would we want to keep those to ourselves? Why would we want to hoard the knowledge or the music or the art? This should be popular. This should be the most popular thing. We want to turn the world into us. That's why he wrote The Invisibles. And then The Invisibles got ripped off by The Matrix. And that was a big, a big component in starting to turn the world. You'll notice Matrix uh, references, Matrix metaphors being used in combat. You know, the whole red pill, blue pill thing, that came from The Matrix. The Matrix is an evergreen source of metaphor for this world we're living in. And a great deal of that was stolen from Grant Morrison, and he did that deliberately. He wanted to translate the unseen into something that everybody could understand. And now we live in a in a world that that is very close to that that matrix, uh, that that invisibles world. The story of the invisibles was uh, what if every conspiracy theory you'd ever heard was true, kind of. And basically, most of the stuff that was in that is now considered that's mainstream. You know, all the stuff about the royal family, all the stuff about the uh, the archons and all this kind of thing, the, the fear harvesting, the news lying, the, all these types of things. The stuff, Bill, the stuff that your boy Bill Hicks used to talk about. All that stuff is mainstream conversation. Now, everybody knows all that stuff. Everybody knows the dice is loaded. You know, that's the world we live in now. It's a beautiful sign to be alive because uh, once the genie is out of the bottle, it does not go back in. It's where we are. And it's a beautiful place to be. And, uh, you know, I'm very glad to be here at this point, this peak of recorded human history with you right now. So, yeah, you go get that album. This is a mysterious planet and we are mysterious beings. It's free. Go download that from the band camp. Check out the, uh, the meaning streams every day on uh, the, YouTube, the Akira the Don YouTube Check out the second channel, Meaning Wave TV, for the re-uploads and those little videos. Check out MeaningWave.com for your face masks and all that dopeness. The Alan Watts album is finished. You'll be uh, hearing about the release plans for that very soon. And next Friday, we're welcoming a new member of the Meaning Wave universe in the shape of Dr. Manly P. Hall. Brand new single coming next Friday. In the meanwhile, you can find me on Twitter. If you want, I'm on Instagram. You can send me a message. You can uh, ask me questions. You can let me know how you're doing. Uh, you can come hang out at the streams and hang out with the community. It's usually around. It's usually 6.30 PST. It's, the, it's about to be the weekend. We're having a disco tonight. We're having a disco party. You know, so come hang out. Anyway, yeah, I got to get off now and uh, go get after it. Love to you and your family. I'll speak to you very